What up, East Chai? Howdy, partner. Welcome to this podcast here. No, I do not like that. <laughs> Can we get an old cowboy on the podcast to talk about High School Musical? Do you know any old cowboys? Yeah. Let's just get, um, what's his name? Sam from, from, from movies. I always forget his name. He's the guy, the big Lebowski. I've never seen that movie. Um, he's got a big mustache. Uh, it's, it's not Sam Rockwell. He's a different guy. I always forget his name. Let's talk about High School Musical. Yeah. So we are the amateur nerds. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And we're here to talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. We are talking about minute 13 today, which starts with Troy welcoming Gabriella to East High and ends with Gabriella walking away from Troy and Sharpay. <laughs> Again. Again. Yes. Lots of Gabriella walking away. She's a strong, independent woman. She can walk in whatever direction she wants, okay? Yep, definitely. So, as you described when we were watching this, it's a very weird minute. It's a weird minute. I don't like it. This is the first minute in the movie that I have to say, like, I just don't like what's happening in the, like, in the movie. Like, everything else up to this point has been kind of fun. Campy. And campy. But this is just kind of weird. Yeah, so Troy and Gabriella are walking down the hall and they walk into the main foyer area that they've already been in, or Sharpay and Troy have already been in. Yeah, when they kind of walked into the entrance, yeah. Yeah, so there are a bunch of bulletin boards around them and like school signs and Troy and Gabriella are kind of joking about meeting Miss Darbus and are you going to try out for the musical? Yeah, they kind of walk by this sign and he says, now that you met Miss Darbus, I bet you're excited to sign up for this musical. And Gabrielle is like, no, I don't don't think I'm going to sign up for anything. I just want to get to know the school better. No, she doesn't say it like that, but she does. she's made up her mind and she's sticking to that. She just wants to get used to the environment. She doesn't want to dive in too deep to anything and she's kind of sticking to her yeah. guns. Yeah, and that's okay. But I also think, on the other hand, that like signing up for things and getting involved is how you get to know the school better. But I think you're halfway <laughs> through your junior year. Yeah. Well, signing up for the musical obviously isn't like the direction, but like signing up for a club wouldn't be the worst thing for Gabriella right now. No, but I think, all right, she's been at the school for what, 20 minutes? Yeah. She doesn't need to pick something right now. She yeah. can figure out what's out there. Yeah, but if she walked by a sign for math club, what was, wasn't, wasn't implied? The decathlon. She did academic decathlon, yeah. If she walked by a sign for academic decathlon, do you think she'd be like, Hmm, I wonder if that's something I want to do at this school, at least. like We will find out. <laughs> okay. That's um, all I can say. But no, I think I think it's fair that she's like, I don't think, she's very overwhelmed. And yeah. I think that's part of it. And Vanessa Hudgens does kind of a good job of portraying that overwhelmed. Like, she's very short in her speech pattern. She's just like looking around a lot. Yeah, like, she's kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. But she does have the cutest boy in school showing her around, at she least. She does. Or as far as Sharpay is concerned. No, I mean, we can put, you could put a thousand people in a room and it's high probability that Zac Efron's going to be the cutest boy in that room. Ryan is adorable though. Yeah, but he's not Zac Efron. I don't know. Name someone handsomer than Zac Efron. I'm not good at, I guess people would consider Chris Evans. I'm not good at aesthetic understanding. You put Chris Evans and Zac Efron in a room, oof. (laughs) That, that would be tough. Chris Hemsworth in there as well. I know that he's another one that people... Yeah, well, all the Hollywood Chris's at that point. Yeah. 
So Troy and Gabriella are talking a little bit about like her intention, like what sh- they're kind of joking about the musical, and then well, because Gabriella says I'm not going to sign up, but if you signed up, I'd definitely come to watch, which is a good flirt. It is, yeah. And Troy kind of panics a little, and he's he like, goes, "No, no, that's impossible." And Sharpay like slides <laughs> he goes, around the cr- Luke Skywalker. That's not true. No, that's impossible. No. He doesn't go that extreme. Search your feelings, Troy. <laughs> you know it to be possible. No, instead instead of that, we get Sharpay coming around the corner. I didn't know you knew what impossible was. Honestly, if Sharpay walked around with the, the Imperial March <laughs> behind her, I think that would be effective. You, you would believe that she is part of the yeah. Empire? Yeah, well, if we can get the shot of her from earlier walking through the hallway and when she, like, burst through the basketball boys, can we get that shot? One of our fans who's definitely listening, um, make, make, a, make a video of Sharpay walking through the crowd with the Imperial March playing. I bet it'll work. I guarantee it. And then what is, is Ryan then Darth Vader and she's the Emperor? <laughs> no, Sharpay's Darth Vader. Ryan is Grand Moff Tarkin or whatever. I think you're giving Ryan too much credit. (laughs) So Sharpay slides into frame and she again shows her interest in Troy. She thinks he's dreamy. Yeah, she's like, well, it's confusing because she's, She's she does a lot of things in this minute. She is threatened. (laughs) She, because she goes and deliberately like writes her name on the, on the sign up sheet. She's left-handed and she writes in very large cursive with a huge marker over like the whole sign up sheet. I think that really sums up her character well, though, in that, and also she says it verbally, her and her brother have starred in every school musical. So she has the expectation no one else is signing up for the the lead role. Yeah. I am the lead. Yeah, that, and that's a good that's a good observation. I think what's interesting because she's like she's flirting with Troy. She's like, don't say it's impossible, but like, but you're not asking Troy to audition. No, or- she she knows that that's not his that's not his zone. But for his general popularity and like he's perfect basketball boy. So then why wouldn't she say I didn't know impossible was in your vocabulary? Be like because he's a superstar. He's okay, been put so- on a pedestal. So then she could theoretically be interested in him auditioning with her. If she were to have ever thought that he had the abilities, maybe, because then she could see it as a way for him to get closer to her and actually achieve her goal of being an item. Yeah, but she's not doing a very good job at it. No, no. <laughs> Either way. She's too focused on herself, I think. To really, she, she sees Troy as an accessory in a lot of ways. Like, oh, this would bolster me. <laughs> like even, a purse? Like a purse. Yeah. She loves her Prada backpack. She likes her sneak her sketchers, but she loves her Prada backpack. Is that a Ten Things I Hate About You? Oh, okay. I'm confused now. It's okay. We did just watch we did recently watch the last twenty minutes of Ten Things I Hate About You. That movie's so good. And we recently watched most of Greece. <laughs> yes. I finally watched most of Greece again recently. There was a really weird sing along on CBS. Yeah. And it was a tie. Well, it was funny because we were watching so Greece. So edited. <laughs> it, we were watching Greece, and Danny Zuko had like literally almost the exact same line as Troy had in the. I was one a of the last two person. minutes. Like he, he goes, "That wasn't me. That was that was like someone else. It wasn't. It wasn't me." <laughs> Yeah. That was my uh, Danny Zuko impression. Not bad. <laughs> but it, yeah, no, it was funny that now that I've watched it, I was like, man, yeah, these two are super, they've got a lot of similar I would say, beats. I would say Greece era John Travolta is probably more attractive than Zac Efron. Okay. I, 
But just because he's probably a better dancer. You haven't seen Bet on it yet. <laughs> Bet on it is iconic. <laughs> or have you seen Bet on it? I don't think I have. I know of it, but I haven't like seen it. It's amazing. Um, but I, I don't think Zac Efron's a better dancer than John Travolta. No, I don't. I don't think so. But John Travolta's also got this like really weird, like lanky, skinny body. Yeah, I think John Travolta has like an Elvis kind of dance. Where I'm trying to think of like a modern example for Zac Efron, because uh, like in Greatest Showman, he's got a lot of like Broadway spin type. Like I yeah. see him more as like a rent or yeah. Oh well, yeah, mo- mo- more modern music, more modern dance is, is more influenced by like hip hop and yeah stuff like. Like that so the moves there's it's not disco moves anymore no. which is what john travolta is really good at yeah and kind of this like this kind of like very like elvis type like hip swaying like sexy kind of look yeah that's like its own version of sexy from the 70s but not really yeah it's very different than like the aerial dancing that zach efron does in greatest showman or i or the basketball dancing yeah oh my <laughs> gosh i'm so excited that i can't wait to talk about that Get your head in the game is so fun. But yeah, again, Sharpay is being very weird. Like, she's not she's not doing a good job at being a bully. Like She is to Gabriella, but she is trying to do it in a way that So this is subtle girl bullying, which is not it's, subtle. <laughs> no, it's not, but it is in a way that Troy doesn't understand. So Troy and this is like part of girl bullying and how it's different <laughs> than boy bullying, because there's less fisticuff and more manipulation. Yeah. And but all Sharpay does is say that, oh, you should audition for a supporting role. That's like her the inflection of her voice, though, and the automatic you have no ability, you have no bit. The way she puts it off is you have no business being here, but I'll humor you for a hot second. Yeah, yeah. Even if she's saying to audition, she's like, don't you dare audition even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much underlying it. Yeah, but it's just... And also, like, the show... Her writing her name giant like that is an inhibition for ever. Like, it's this message that no one is worthy. Yeah, but it, it's still... I mean, Ashley Tisdale is a good actor, she's... but this this is such a bonkers performance. In this, in this scene, like, I don't know how to interpret Sharpay. She's just so weird and, like, it's... it's I feel like later on she maybe is like a bit of a character, but now she's just kind of like this kind of caricature. I honestly, yeah, she is a bit of a caricature uh, throughout, but I think this is a very weird, like the encapsulation of this minute, it works better when it's continuously flowing because it does feel like the movement of a hallway where you're passing through conversations and you get these like lots of little moments where isolating one of those little moments does stand out (laughs) as a very weird thing. Gabrielle is also weird because she's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just gonna look around at these posters. A lot of stuff goes on at this school. I think this... Wow. I think that's part of, like, Gabriella's nervousness. Like, she's overwhelmed and she sees someone threatened by her and she's like, why am I... Like, why am I a threat to this person? I don't want to be... She doesn't want to be the center of attention. She comes from freaky geek girl. Yeah. And she doesn't want that anymore. So she's trying to make herself small and, un, like, unimportant and unnoticeable. Yeah. So the fact that Sharpay is, like, calling around to audition, that's, like, setting panic into her. Yeah. So she's trying to shift the focus and, like, the I think the wow, the way she says wow <laughs> is super weird. It's funny, though. It is really funny. But also, like, it shows how she's so unsettled in this scenario. Yeah. It's... 
Yeah, it's just a weird performance kind of on everyone's part. I think it captures awkward teenage interactions quite well, though. Yeah, I mean, this kind of idea, because there is an insecurity to Sharpay in that, like, she needs to, like, put herself out there and, like, realizing that, like, bullies are people, too, in in the sense that, like, Sharpay just is putting, Sharpay, in trying to be a bully, is exposing herself for being, like, weird and, like, and, like, bad at it. Like, yeah, like, as threatening as she does or doesn't come off, like, to the outside observer, like, it's very clownish what she's doing. Yeah, she, I think in how we were talking about Miss Darbus putting on that, like, different performative for each sentence. Sharpay is picking up on those things and each moment is a performance for her. Yeah. And she doesn't land every performance all that well. <laughs> yeah. I just want to like talk about the scenery a little bit and some of the the setting because there's some really funny stuff in the background and kind of how it sets the scene as and subtly identifies to the audience what the kind of climate of the school is and what the priorities are of the school. I'd say it's um, desert climate. Good. (laughs) But I think through subtle clues, like the posters on the walls and stuff, you see where the school's priorities are and that helps inform the way some of the scenes work later. That's what I'm getting to. I mean... In, ge- in general, it's kind of like generic high school hallway. I did write down three of the signs that we have. Mm-hmm. We have Wildcats Don't Need Nine Lives, East, A School of Many Talents, and Welcome to the Wildcats Den. So I would t- say the Wildcats Den and the Nine Lives are very sport focused. Yeah, I mean, Wildcats Don't Need Nine Lives. Like, it's not very, like, specifically sports, but the Wildcats Den is. Yeah, and I think the Nine Lives has connotation of, like, I think winning. That, I think that's just a silly poster a set designer came up with. <laughs> but I think the many talents, so the many talents has something to do with it, too. I think it's alluding to that there are a lot of social groups. Yeah. And it's not that an individual Wildcat has many talents and could spread their web into these different spheres. It's that the different wildcats have different interests. Exactly. Yeah. And then you see that singularity in the musical bulletin board. It's not a bulletin board, but it's like a bunch of posters. Yeah, the kind of display. Yeah. Because it's the sign-up sheet and then underneath are a bunch of headshots, like kind of photo booth-esque of Ryan and Sharpay in like funny hats. And there's like some solos of Ryan. There's some solos of Sharpay. It's implied that they are like outfits or pictures from previous plays. I don't think so. That's what I interpreted. I interpreted it. It as like a photo booth, kind of, or they're like there's portfolio. Like one, there's one where Ryan's in a weird hat, but the- Sharpay's wearing a Viking helmet in one, and you don't know what kind of silly plays they've been doing at this school. I I don't, but it seems weird. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it gets to that. It's very focused, like what one person for one interest. Well, and it's also this idea that like if and if someone was to go sh- sign up for this play and they see Sharpay picture on the display and they see her name written covering up all the slots they're gonna assume okay that adds up <laughs> like even the person who hung the display knew that Sharpay and Ryan were the most important people Sharpay what? and Ryan probably hung it <laughs> Fair. <laughs> or got someone to hang it to their exact specifications. Yeah. Sharpay had Ryan do it in that <laughs> There we go. Did you want to talk about Ashley Tisdale? Yeah, sure. Good time. So as we go through the big six, we figured now would be a good time for Ashley Tisdale, who has been in a whole lot of stuff. She has over 100 credits as an actress, and 
then more is self. She's self-produced some shorts and things that are Ashley Tisdale hyphen whatever the short is called. She's also an executive producer and she owns her own producing company. So she has had a long time of success starting at a young age, like five, like really young, being in TV advertisements, uh, voiceover work, theater, all that good stuff. Her big breakout role, so from 1995 to 2004, she was a lot of one-off TV shows, voiceover kind of gigs. She was like a voice in Bugs Life and did the dub for Whisper of the Heart, which is a Miyazaki film or a Ghibli film. I don't know if it's exactly Miyazaki, but it's a Ghibli film. So all those kinds of things. And then her breakout role in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Yeah. Which kind of put her name out there a bit more and then turned into High School Musical, which really like put her name out there. And that's what got her actually a record deal. So she produced or she created two albums. There was apparently a third one on the way in 2013, but it is yet to be seen. (laughs) She was in a couple other TV movies around that time of High School Musical, the big one being in 2008 called Picture This. I I, don't remember that one. I I vaguely remember it. Like I recognize some of the imagery in it, but I don't know if I ever saw it. She then became the beloved berated older sister in Phineas and Ferb, Candace Flynn, who actually is getting her own TV movie this year. Interesting. Yeah, so Phineas and Ferb is having another TV movie. Yeah, especially because it's been a while since there was any Phineas and Ferb content. Is it being, like, released on Disney Plus, or... I'm not sure. I couldn't really find that. Phineas and Ferb made an appearance a couple years ago in Milo's... Uh, Milo's Universe crossover kind of episode. Phineas and Ferb have done a bunch of crossover episodes. But yeah, no, it is a little surprising to see this come out at this time. But at the same time, it is still one of Disney's most successful cartoons and is still really watched. And I loved it when I watched it. I only watched it a couple of years ago and it was fantastic. So she's still pretty active today. She makes a lot of TV appearances. A lot of, she does some like self-producing. She was the executive producer of the 2014 show Young and Hungry that was on Freeform. And she also was a character in that. So one of the last things she did high school musical related. So there's the three high school musicals. There's Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, which came out after all of them. And then during the Disney Family sing-along, the first special that came out a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, they did a special high school musical reunion of... Everyone except Zac Efron. Basically, <laughs> yes. And just before that, Ashley Tisdale had done a video of herself in quarantine doing the We're All of This Together dance. And then Vanessa... Or I'm not sure which one of them did it first, but Vanessa Hudgens also did it. And they like compiled the video together and like That's challenged... Cute. And it was super cute. Uh, Ashley Tisdale still like remembered all the moves and stuff, which was really funny. <laughs> But then they did the big performance on the Disney Family sing-along, and she was definitely one of the more well-featured ones as being one of the stars of the original, and also still one of the good, like, she's still a very good dancer. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess I don't know about Ashley Tisdale's inherent dancing ability, so that'll be interesting to see as it comes up. Yeah. And she's also a very good singer. Yeah. I mean, she had a record deal. I think it's funny when the kind of like Disney stars get their like little records and like they're like CDs that like only six year olds listen to. Uh, I'd put it like more at like nine year old. Like think like Kelly Clarkson esque, but just for the Disney market. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Although it had a little, she was like in some music videos from like Boys Like Girls and that kind of stuff, which is funny too. Yeah. But Ashley Tisdale was 20 when this was being filmed. So not as old as Monique Coleman, but older than Zac Efron. So there's some of that too. And she does look a bit older, but she still has a younger face. Yeah. All right. Or if that makes like, if younger face is a thing. Yeah. No, some people can play teens for a while. Yeah. 
So that's Ashley Tisdale. Anything else about minute 13? I do not have anything else. Do you? No, I'm good. Alrighty. So this has been minute 13 of Wildcat Minute. I had fun. Yeah. We, we learned, we laughed, we uh, talked about movies, which is something I like to do. Um, but yeah, um, where can people find us on the internet then? You can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. Send us an email at AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Tell a friend about us. That's the best way to get people to listen to podcasts. Oh yeah. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden. You can find their art at tgoldenart on Instagram. And our music intro and outro by Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler Boudreau. And hey, if you want to get more high school musical action and you're worried that it's not going to ha- not going to be coming, and you're worried that there might not be an episode on Thursday, well, I can tell you there is going to be an episode on Thursday. You can bet on it. <laughs> <laughs>